Welcome to Race Time Radio All Live tonight from the Race Time Radio studio and, of course, on Sirius XM Channel 167 Canada Talks. And hello to all of our Rev TV viewers on Monday night at 4 p.m. I'm Joe Chisholm along with Joe Chisholm Jr. right here in the Race Time Radio studio. What's going on there, Jr.? How are you? Hey, we're just uh, plugging plugging along here. Plugging away. we're, uh, We're getting closer to race season. You, you can feel the sun now <laughs> when you walk outside. A little so bit. That, yeah, yeah. You, you can't feel it like a whole lot, but, <laughs> you know, beggars can't be choosers, I guess. Yeah, maybe. Maybe next week we'll actually start to feel it a little bit better. I, I was looking at the forecast, and there's a day next week that gets up to 20 degrees Celsius. Wow. Wouldn't that be nice? Can't wait. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's going to be some guys on the track next week testing, I wouldn't doubt. I at, wouldn't at 20 doubt degrees, it. you know, Celsius, I wouldn't doubt that... Uh, that you go walking near your local short track, you might hear some motors running. I wouldn't doubt it. I wouldn't doubt it. Let me tell you who we got coming on the show tonight. we got a dandy lined up for you. Uh, we're going to kick everything off. Oh, just before we get to the show lineup, uh, I do want to send our thoughts and prayers to absolutely everyone in the Shaw family, uh, the Spunga family. We lost Joe Spunga just on Friday. Uh, of course, Joe... Uh, uh, he's been at the short tracks forever. Um, it, just a dynamite guy. It's Dale Shaw's grandfather. Um, he was Dale Shaw's tire guy. Uh, he uh, was at Sobble Speedway forever back in the day before I bought the Speedway. And um, I'll tell you what, Joe was a dynamite guy. And uh, our, our thoughts are definitely with uh, Susan uh, Jason, everybody, the whole family, uh, Joe will be missed. And uh, I just wanted to make sure that I mentioned that right off the top of the show. Um, just a dynamite guy. And I know, Junior, you remember seeing Joe at the racetrack. Every time we go to the track, Joe would be there. If you would see a Dale Shaw car around, you would see Joe. Yeah, definitely. You know, we just talked about it, actually. You know, we had Samantha Shaw on the program here uh, last week. Mm. And, you know, we just talked about Joe. Uh, um, definitely uh, a, a a guy that uh, will be missed for sure. And um, he, you know, he always had that big smile on his face. Always. You know, always. it didn't matter what, what happened on the track or... Or, you know, what adversity, you know, was happening or what positive thing was happening. He had the same smile mm-hmm. and uh, just a, uh, a great guy. Yeah. Yeah. I never. He'll be with us. I guarantee you he'll be with us. And remember, uh, we're, we're all back together again one day. Um, and and uh, definitely at a short track, you know, Joe's going to be with uh, that 83 car. He's going to be with all of us. But uh, thoughts are with you guys. Um, let me tell you who we got coming on the show tonight. We're going to get things fired off with the NASCAR Pinty Series right off the top of the show. Uh, how about a couple-time champion? The guy drives the number 47 WeatherTech Dodge. His name is L.P. Dumoulin, and he is going to join us here in mere moments. Looking forward to catching up with L.P. Dumoulin. Always a great time when we got L.P. on the show. Uh, he is going to be up off the bat. Also in hour number one, we're going to catch up with the driver, the number 72, 
in the United Racing Series, the APC Series. Uh, Junior Farley is going to join the show. Uh, he's got himself some uh, beautiful sponsorship on that number 72 car. And uh, Junior has been behind the wheel of a late model. Um, he's uh, dabbled a bit with the super modifieds. And, uh, yeah, he's been around. We'll catch up with Junior here tonight on the program. We're going to talk RS1 Cup Series racing in hour number two with Al Labor. He is going to join the show from Avion Motorsports. We'll be catching up with Al on the show. And we're going to talk uh, Western Rattler 300 with the driver, the number 56. Uh, Steve Lengren is going to join the program and uh, look forward to talk, catching up with Steve. He is a late model champion from Penticton Speedway just last year. Uh, he also ran the 300 last year. I know he's chomping at the bit to get the, this year's coming up on May the 5th and 6th weekend. Of course, Race Time Radio will have it all for you live. Uh, you want to be with us at Penticton Speedway. But if you can't, you'll be able to tune in to absolutely every lap of qualifying all the way through the whole weekend. And uh, we look forward to having everyone with us out at Penticton Speedway. It's going to be a dynamite weekend. Uh, and the weather, looking at Penticton Jr., looks like the weather's straightening right out for uh, Penticton. It's all temperatures, double digits. Yeah, definitely. Uh, in the desert out there, you know. Uh, they were uh, they were hoping to, uh, you know, last year capitalize on that early, that early warm weather. Um, yeah. This year, uh, lengthened it out by a week. And, uh, yeah, it, uh, by all accounts, it should be uh, uh, beautiful, beautiful summertime weather, if you will, um, out in B.C. So uh, uh, everything, we got a heck of a lineup tonight. Yes, we do. we got a lot to talk about. We've got, you know, some some huge momentum, uh, you know, heading, heading with our, our first guest. And, uh, you know, big news all the way throughout the show. So, uh a uh, big lineup. Yes, sir. And what do you say we get things fired off right now? I can see LP Dumoulin all up on the Zoom line, ready to go. What's going on there, LP? How are you tonight? I'm doing great. What about you guys? Fantastic, my friend. You got that 47 WeatherTech Dodge all tuned to Zoom. Are you getting ready to go or what? <laughs> yes. The whole team has been working really hard uh, the whole winter to get that 47 WeatherTech uh, Belmar car ready. And uh, we're super pumped. I mean, uh, it, you know, those winter up here, they're just too long. I mean, we just can't wait to get back in those cars. I, I hear every word you're saying, LP. Uh, looking, you've got a beautiful trophy room there, uh, just so you know, in behind you there. I can see a couple of those NASCAR Pindies uh, championship trophies. You've got enough room for one more there, though, right? I love the way you think. Yeah, we we have plenty of room for more. So, no, we're doing great here. It's a, a little of a, a men cave, you know. Let's put it that way. Uh, and, uh, you know, I got the gym here going on. And, um, yeah, no, I mean, we, we've been working really hard the whole, uh, the whole winter. Uh, 2022 was not uh, uh, an easy one for us. I mean, we had really good runs. We proved a lot of, uh, of speed. And uh, we proved that we were capable of running up front. Uh, but, uh, you know, it, it was, a, it was a rough one. So, uh, I don't know if it's the curse of the championship, you know, 2021 was a good one and, uh, uh, 22 was not easy, but, um, uh, you know what, we've learned from that and, uh, we, we're gonna, just going to come back stronger. Believe me. How did the off season go for you? You mentioned it was long. Uh, I think we can all sympathize with you there. Uh, but how did the off season go? Uh, what did you maybe learn this year that's going to be able to, uh, be applied 
uh, when you finally get behind the wheel of that 47 and crank it up? Well, I mean, first thing, we always look at the season. You know, we divide things. You know, we got five roll course, nine ovals. Uh, within those ovals, we have two dirt uh, dirt race. So, um, and then we have to be honest and look at our program where we really need to improve. And I think our uh, our oval program was not great last year. We did okay. We did all right. You know, we got podiums. We 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 ran up front, but it was not strong enough. And uh, that's what we worked really hard on. And uh, Benoit, my new crew chief. You know, it was Benoit was uh, new last year as a as a full time crew chief, and. Uh, uh, that car was uh, was not you know up to what we were expecting yet, and uh, he, he spent a lot of time over the winter to analyze the front suspension on that car, and he found a lot of very interesting things. And uh, I like to think that we're gonna we're gonna show up very stronger with that with that whole program uh, this season. So uh, the road course, we 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 love it, but we keep fine tuning it. You cannot sit and uh, you know sit back and relax. You always have to think and then improve stuff. So. The road course, we found a couple things. Uh, we, there's a there's a lot of stuff we want to try, you know, uh, Mossport especially, so uh, CTMP. So yeah, no, the, the program is under control, and I'm I'm very excited with my WeatherTech uh, 47 Denmark team, and uh, and we have a, a full championship ahead of us, and we want to win this thing. Yeah, you can see it, you can feel it, uh, LP, and whenever you're driven, I think back. Uh, and uh, now it's getting to be a few years, but LP, you'll remember you and I standing in the pit area of pretty well every track you ran back in 2010 or 11, I believe. Uh, it was your first year in the series. You didn't have any real oval experience. You were a road course ringer, uh, but you had to get better on the ovals. And Man, did you get better on the ovals over the years. Now, I like, you fit the ovals just as good as you fit a road course. And, man, you are one of those road course ringers. Does it feel like, uh, you know, it doesn't matter now to the 47 team? Yeah, we're heading to an oval this week. Yeah, that's okay. Or, yeah, we're heading to CTMP or GP3R or any of the road courses that you do. Does it matter to you guys or do you still open the calendar and go, okay, GP3R, that one right there I can't wait to get to, and CTMP, because you are a road course guy, you look at those ones and still lock in, even though you're good on both ends. Yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a good point right there. And I was talking with uh, Ben this week at the shop, and uh, it is it, it used to be like that. You're right, you know, just, just road course, and uh, but – no, I mean, uh, it's been 11 years now, full season, you know, 11 full season with WeatherTech and that uh, Ben Mara sponsors and all out in the NASCAR Pinty series. And I, I, I had to, I mean, and I'm still learning all the time. Don't get me wrong there. I'm learning every weekend, but I'm very excited. Every time we go to an oval or a road course, I'm very excited. And uh, I was talking with Ben this week as like, you know, looking at tracks and, you know, about the past and what what right you know all the good stuff we've done in the past and what what was wrong but i realized that we we have a lot of good tracks for us there's a lot of oval stuff that we know we can do well and uh, we've learned a lot over the years and uh uh we're confident we can show up strong pretty much every weekend i mean that they're the only one that there's they're they're still us it's gonna be us for a long time is the dirt stuff uh but uh i'm excited about this season because we have last year as an experience as well as um 
you know, we went over a lot of setup stuff, and we we've we've done our own work. Uh, to be honest, that Oshwigan track, the way they prep it for us, the Pinty series, is different than the real dirt stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like you you got to be honest with what you're you know showing up for. This is not like the track is really slicky, and it's not it's not it's not there's no grip. Right. Like, there's zero grip. So you have to think that way. Is it real dirt? I think it might be a bit different from what the the real dirt is, <laughs> and uh, uh, we think we're going to be uh, pretty pretty strong this year. At least you know having a, a better uh, experience than last season, and uh, being capable of going and get some good points out of that uh, two uh, two race uh, dirt race. Yeah, talking about that that dirt experience that we had last year. Um, it was it was incredible. Monday night, you know, was not a NASCAR sanctioned event. Um, but it was part of the Oshwikin, you know, they, they allowed an open test session uh, for fast time. They gave away a little bit of money. Um, and and really, the the conditions on, on Monday night were were more conducive to a regular dirt show than, than what we had on Tuesday. Yeah. Um, it was, uh, you know, by the end of that race, that track was polished, like, like a gem, yeah. <laughs> you know, it, it was hard to walk on. It was so slippery. Um, looking at, you know, everything that we went through last year, I think there, there's a bunch of places where Glenn Styers and his team are going to go to work and, and, you know, prep it a little bit different. And I also think that NASCAR is going to take some, some pages out of what they learned and make it a little bit different as well. Um, you know, just in simple things like the tire prep, you know, there's a reason why sure. dirt guys are allowed to sipe the tires, right? And and we were allowed to on Monday night. Uh, a bunch of teams did, and you couldn't do it on race night, right? Yeah. So, um, really interesting. I I think that if it's going to be a dirt race, allow us to do what dirt things can do. You know, don't make us build a whole new car. You know, be within reason, but um, allow. <laughs> allow the teams to do things that that dirt teams can do to adjust on their car. Um, I think it would create better racing in the end. Now, in saying that, we had uh, you know a, a, a barn burner of a finish, so you can't critique the g- racing and call it not good. But I think that we're going to see a different Oshwikin this year versus last. Do you think so, LP? Well, I think so. I mean, it's the same for, for the people, you know, in charge of the race itself. I mean, the venue, uh, uh, by the way, is outstanding. I mean, I, I didn't know what I was getting into. And then when I showed up there at Oshwigan, wow, what a what a track, what a what a facility. Everything is outstanding there. Uh, but the track itself, I mean, I think they've learned from it. And they, they want to they keep, uh, and I understand it, they want to keep the car in good shape and if they end up with too much mud and, and you know like mud getting through the windshield and all that kind of stuff and the radiator stuff, uh, uh, so they try to stay away from it. But yeah, maybe we can do some stuff on the tires and then prep the prep some stuff so we have a bit more grip underneath. So uh, for uh, for the I I would think it's it would be better for the show and uh, maybe more fun for the drivers. But uh, uh, I, had, I, had a, I had a good time. It's just obviously when you show up to a racetrack to something new and you don't perform the way you want, I mean, you get a little frustrated out of there. But I think uh, this season uh, is going to be a very – again, for the fans, I'll get me wrong, it's going to be outstanding once again. And uh, uh, we'll, I think all the teams will improve and get better at it. And uh, over the years, I, I think it's there to stay, and I think it's a good thing. 
If you just joined us tonight on Race Time Radio, welcome aboard. We are with L.P. Dumoulin. He drives the number 47 for WeatherTech Belmar in the NASCAR Pinty Series. Couple-time champion and a multiple winner uh, when it comes time for races. L.P., last year, two new races added to the schedule. Of course, we've been talking this weekend. Uh, that was a new one. And let's talk about The Rock for a minute, shall we? Out in Newfoundland at Eastbound International Speedway. Uh, that race was looking pretty good for you. And then disaster struck. And, man, you were up into a difficult spot. Probably the weirdest spot on the whole racetrack, LP. And you found it. And it pretty well ripped the 47 car just about in two. Do you think we're going to see... A totally different race at the Rock in 2023. Of course, you guys going back out to Newfoundland and probably can't wait to get there. I know the fans can't wait to see you back. We should see a different race there, too, right? Because all the teams now will have a notebook. Maybe not real thick, but at least they got some notes this time around. Oh, that's for sure. We do have some notes. Even if we had a bad ending there, it was not an easy one for us, obviously, at the Rock. But... uh I think it's great that we can go out east. And, uh, again, the people there, the fans, everybody waiting for us is just it, it, outstanding. It was a lot of fun. Uh, of course, for the 47 uh, weather tech car was not an easy one. We ended up in the wall there. And then there was an opening in the wall. I think it was the first year uh, for, the track to, <clears throat> for the track to have us there. Uh, they've learned a lot from it. Uh, I spoke with NASCAR, and I know they've been working on the, on the track itself, the walls and all that. But... Uh, the pavement and then you know the circuit like the the, the the track itself is really racy i i, I like it a lot so uh i think this season is going to be a lot of fun uh we uh we we, we are very excited to uh, to go back there and uh redeem ourselves let's put it that way come back with uh, something very strong out of that track uh out of that weekend and uh I mean, everybody on the whole NASCAR series is excited to go uh, out east. And uh, it's a long trip, don't get me wrong, but uh, it's worth it. So uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. We have a lot of friends over there, a lot of fans, but a lot of friends as well. So uh, it's always fun to go over there. And my mom's from the Maritimes. She's from New Brunswick. So obviously when we go out east, I always have my, you know, my family, on my mom's side family, uh, you know, cheering for us. So, uh, yeah, we want to we do uh, – we want to come back strong from that uh, from that race for sure. Well, you watch L.P. Duvalin this year. When it gets out to the rock, you're going to want to take that 47. And whatever pool you get involved with out there, he's going to be one that you're definitely going to want to check out. L.P., how about the team? Uh, you're famous for having the same guys. Uh, you, you know, you guys move the ball down the field each year. Uh, how about the actual core to the 47 team? You got any new members this year? Are you bringing some new blood in there? Or do you not mess with success that you got put together? We have pretty much the same people. Yes, there's always, you know, a bit of movement on the team. But, uh, yeah, we're, 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 you know, we're keeping the same guys. Benoit is still my crew chief. And, uh, uh, I mean, we we, uh, we want to build on, actually, the experience and uh uh it, it, you know being steady on you know everything we do every weekends and uh um no i'm i'm, I'm i've got a great team people has been working with, with me for many many years and i know that the summers are pretty busy you know like the the, the the racing season for us goes like from you know april mid-april we go testing pretty much i mean right now we got a lot of snow in quebec but anyways <laughs> uh we still have a lot but i mean uh from mid-april all the way up to the end of uh 
September, beginning of October, uh, we, uh, we, we, we go all out. So the team and then the family involved, I mean, it's, it's, it's tough for everybody. So it's great to have my, my same guys and same people, uh, guys and girls, you know, you know, involved with me. And, uh, yeah, I can't wait to get started with those, uh, with my team. LP, uh, uh, looking at, uh, you know, the, the off season, uh, you got a chance to uh, go down south a little bit. You got, you, you know, I, I followed along on social media. We, you know, took a look at some of the sports car stuff that you uh, got to spend some time around uh, as well. Uh, the WeatherTech car spent uh, basically the entire winter uh, in the NASCAR Hall of Fame. Uh, did you get lots of feedback? Lots of uh, lots lots of uh, notoriety from uh, from having the forty seven down there uh, on the high banks in the uh, in the in the Hall of Fame. Oh, I did. I did. I had a lot of people uh, writing me. Actually, you'd be surprised how many people sending me selfie of themselves in in a, in a Hall of Fame. You know, with my car behind, and then you know you got Dan Earnhardt late model right in front there, and then you got all kinds of legends like around our car in the glory on the glory road there for the 75th anniversary of nascar this is outstanding i mean i can't believe it you know like when when uh tony spiteri from uh, nascar pinties called you know called me last year during the season i think it was in september telling me about that project i couldn't believe it i was like okay this is probably gonna be something i don't know might go through and it's just not gonna happen you know no, 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 no. It went all out. You know, we had, after a season, we had to prep a car. We had to give up a car. I say, okay, well, which car we think? And then it's, it's going in the Hall of Fame. So that car is pretty blessed, huh? Let's put it that way. <laughs> <laughs> Ended up his life down uh, in uh, Charlotte in the, in the Hall of Fame at the NASCAR headquarters uh, among all the legends. I mean, it's amazing to have your car sponsor, whether it's Ben Mark, as well as your name. Out there among the other legends, it's it's a big blessing. It's epic. I mean, uh, I couldn't believe it. It's something to win races. It's something to win championship. I mean, it's 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 outstanding. But uh, this was uh, this was a big deal. Absolutely, uh, it's outstanding. And and as well too, it, kudos to you as well. From all the photos that I've seen, you know, it it's one thing to put a show car somewhere, and a show car is just a body, right? right. It's just a right. shell. Right. It's, you know, underneath doesn't really matter. But from all the photos that I've seen of that thing, you guys didn't just go over a, like it is completely done, uh, you know, to the to the specs that would roll out onto the racetrack. Now, maybe not drivetrain and all that stuff, but but like the chassis is spotless, you know, from the photos that I've seen, you can see the, the shine on it. Um, you know, the interior has got all the good parts in it. Uh, you know, it's you guys. You guys actually put something that you can be proud of on display in in the Hall of Fame, and that's that. You know, that's more than what a lot of people can say uh, about a show car program. But it's also, you know, it goes to show how much pride you guys put into your program, uh, and and uh, you know, you guys definitely deserve credit for that because it's a big investment. Well, you earned your way to it too, LP. That's how you get in the NASCAR Hall of Fame. You got to earn your way in. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you're totally right. You have to earn it. But again, this is all like, and uh, thanks, Joe. It's, 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 it's a whole team work, you know. It's family team. It's everybody that's been involved with it uh, that, that made it all up there. I mean, I have partners from the beginning of my career and people that's been helping me since, you know, wow, more than 30 years now. Um, 
But here we are, you know, and having the car, as you said, I mean, we were very proud of sending a car there. And we want to make sure that uh, if anybody from our series go up down, you know, go down to Charlotte and see, you know, a car from, from our series, they will be proud of us too, saying, hey, man, like they, they, they just did, did it the right way. And uh, that's what we did in the shop, Ben, and everybody has been working on that project. We were, uh, I want to make sure that uh, inside and outside, the car looks awesome. So, uh Super proud of We've it. had a couple guys kicked out from climbing up under there to measure it. Uh-huh. They kicked, kicked everybody off Glory Road, but, yeah. you know, everybody was up there measuring there, and, and taking pictures. Uh, it was it was great, you know, but but it is it is difficult. You get kicked out of the Hall of Fame, uh, so don't do that. Don't, yeah, yeah. You mentioned family. How's JF doing? Your brother, how's he doing? Is he uh, maybe looking at doing some races this year in the Pindy Series? Oh, yes, he is. He is. He'll, he'll be doing Tree River again for sure. So we'll try to stay uh, away from each other in Tree River <laughs> at Water Uh But, uh, no, Jeff is doing great. I mean, he's been working really hard. He, he still does all that uh, Ferrari Challenge, Porsche Cup uh, coaching. Mm-hmm. Uh, very, very busy on that end. Uh, he's looking to do a couple road course, maybe two, three, I don't know. But for sure, he'll be doing Water Yai. That is for sure. So, uh but uh, Jeff is very busy as well. He's doing great. And, uh, yeah, no, he's helping, of course. He's working with us on the team to make sure that the, the, the 47 uh, is on the right direction. And, uh, yeah. Well, I'll have to reach out to Jeff and get him on the show before uh, he gets uh, in behind the wheel of his car. Oh, he's got, he's got a lot of good stories for sure. For sure. Oh, you want to believe it. Uh, you got Jess so lined up to do social media. Everything's clicking. I guess all there is to do now is, uh, LP, get out, do a little bit of testing, and then get to that first race at sunset, I guess. Oh, yeah. I mean, we're ready for uh, for testing and uh, um, super pumped about this season, as I told you before. I mean, uh, we do this because we love it. We have fun doing it. But... We have fun when we're running up front, and uh, believe me, that's what we're working on right now. And uh, the whole team is extremely focused on on going to win races and uh, be there at the end of the season and fight for another championship. LP, we can't thank you enough for the time tonight on Race Time Radio. Man, it's been too long since we had you on. Uh, Really appreciate the time tonight, and I look forward to catching up with you at the Speedways this year. Uh, hope to make it out to some Pindy's races, and I always look forward to catching up with you and the gang. Indeed, my friends. Thanks to everybody. Thanks to the fans. We'll see you soon. Absolutely. That's L.P. Dumoulin. Watch for him in the 47 WeatherTech Dodge. Uh, he's going to be one of those guys you got to keep your eye on, Junior. He's uh, always quick in that car. He is, for sure. He's a diehard competitor. You know, it's uh, uh, I. he's one of those guys as a spotter, you know, um, when you see your driver get around certain drivers, you're like, they're unpredictable, you know? Right. LP is is unpredictable in all the right ways, but as a driver, like, he he is as clean as they come. If you rough him up, he will rough you right back up, and that's exactly what you want out of a competitor. Yep, yep. And, and you know, LP is is a guy that you can trust racing side by side. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and you know that, you know, he's going to take what the car will give him. Yeah. And, and you know, he's not going to overstep every single time, you know. Wow. Um, and and when, you, when you have a competitor like that, 
uh, and you put them together with a bunch of competitors like that, um, you know, like Andrew Ranger and DJ Kennington and, uh, you know, Kevin Lacroix, and the list goes on and on um, of, of competitors that are like that in the series. Um, it makes for what you see in that explosive action. And, uh, you know, LP is a, a class act every time they roll in through the back gate. Absolutely. Okay, we're going to hit a quick break here on Race Time Radio. When we come back, the 72 car that's going to run APC, Junior Farley is going to join us on the other side of the break. Stay right there. We will be back. Hey, fans, this is Trent Seidel. You're listening to Race Time Radio. Enjoy. You're listening to Canada Talks. Race Time Radio is brought to you by RPM Race Parts. Order today. Race tomorrow. Also by VP Race Fuels, the worldwide leader in race fuel technology. And by Dawson Dental Centers. Get your victory lane smile at DawsonDental.ca. It's Canada's kickoff to 2023 at Penticton Speedway. It's the second annual Western Rattler 300 weekend. If you build it, they will come. Friday, May 5th, it's qualifying. Plus the street stock Viper 100 and the West Car Snake Bite 125. The top three will qualify and move on to the 300. Then Saturday, May 6th, it's the 300 last chance qualifier. Plus the street stock Venom 100 and the second annual Western Rattler 300. It's Canada's richest to win pro late model event with $20,000 to the winner. For tickets and info, get to PantictonSpeedway.com or tune in live on Race Time Radio for live flag-to-flag coverage. Riley Siebert, the winner. This is my house, not coming here to push me around. and This is probably the biggest win of my career. May 5th and 6th, the best in the business will be at Panticton Speedway at the Western Rattler 300. When you think NASCAR, when you think NASCAR, think Sirius XM NASCAR Radio. This may be the most important thing that's ever happened. You're damn right, baby. The races. The Daytona 500 win. I love that we have playoff racing now. The talk shows. We'd love for you guys to participate as well. The unprecedented access. Well, I'm here at the red carpet with the fans. Sirius XM NASCAR Radio, Channel 90. Chastain did a video game move. Also streaming on the SXM app. I think they're happy down here. Even though Napa is a nationally known name, nearly all of our stores are built from the ground up by local owners and families. People you might call neighbors will be here, there, and everywhere. Doing what neighbors do to keep their communities moving forward. You stop by a Napa Auto Parts store, you can count on Napa know-how. Tonight's Race Time Radio is brought to you by Napa Auto Parts Stores, New Glasgow, Andy Ganesh, and Port Hawkesbury, Nova Scotia. You can count on Napa know-how. AP Race Fuels, the worldwide leader in race fuel technology. Nothing connects like country music. Country music. Dig in to Sirius XM's Country Universe. The next generation on the highway, Channel 56. I need something you. This millennium's hits on Y2 Country Channel 61. Or 80s and 90s Prime Country on Channel 58. Play me some 
Tap into these and more in the country category on the SXM app. Included with all trials and popular plans. A Canadian that made an indelible mark across the world, Alex Trebek is best known as the host of Jeopardy, a show he hosted over 6,300 times since his debut in 1984. Alex won five Emmy Awards over that stretch and is still perhaps the most popular game show host of all time. His work with charities such as World Vision was tireless, and his foundation continues to benefit children across the globe. Alex Trebek, 2006 inductee on Canada's Walk of Fame. Taking you all the way to the track and back. It's Race Time Radio. And just like that, we are back with you all live tonight on Sirius XM Channel 167 Canada Talks. And of course, on Rev TV. Uh, welcome to all our viewers there. Maybe you're tuned in and uh, you got to give it a try one of these times. Race Time Radio TV. Try that on YouTube. You can always watch this show live. Um, don't forget to hit subscribe, too. We really appreciate it. Our subscriber list is growing since we started things off in November. Uh, kind of cool to see, and we thank you very much for all of that. Let's get back to the Zoom line, shall we? And our next guest, man, I'll tell you what, this guy is revved up like I haven't seen him revved up for a while for a race season. He drives the number 72. His name is Junior Farley, and he's going to participate in the United Racing Series, of course, the APC Series, and he's going guns a-blazing this year. Let's welcome him in. What's going on tonight there, 72? How are you, Junior? Uh, not too much, Joe. How are you doing? Doing fantastic, man. Uh, man, I was lucky enough to catch up with you at Motorama uh, and seen the 72 car. Man, I'll tell you what, you got that thing looking sharp. It looks like it's ready to go. Is it as ready to go as it looks, Junior? Yeah, no, it's uh, it's ready to go. We'll be at media and practice day at Delaware on the 22nd, so that'll be here before we know it. Uh, snow's melting, so looking looking forward to getting out there and turning some laps for sure. I bet, man, you've had a busy couple of years. I know the pandemic wedged itself in there and uh, probably changed some of your plans around. Uh, let's look back just a little bit for a second here. I remember you talking about getting into a Super Modified. Do you still have the Super Modified, and did you ever get unleashed with that car? I know they're a handful, but they're a ton of fun. You'd love it. Yes, for sure. No, we have it uh, here in the shop just uh, right in front of me. We are working on it and, and trying to put it together. My, my goal is to uh, practice with it this year. Uh, we were looking at racing at Oswego. Uh, it's just difficult to secure uh, funding and sponsorship uh, down there, but... Uh, you know, with the pandemic and everything, with the borders closing, it's uh, definitely had lots of time to work on it. Just uh, it's more of a money thing and kind of a knowledge thing, too, on some aspects of it. So you build every piece on there. So it's uh, something we're taking our time with to make sure it's done right. Uh, labor of love. There's nothing wrong with that, Junior. And to have that sort of off to the side and be working on it when you get things perfected the way you want it. That's what you need. With those super modifieds, man, they're a handful. Uh, it's so funny that we're talking about this. Just the other day, I looked back, and uh, Johnny Benson was at Sunset Speedway when the super modifieds came in, and Ryan Conium was there, Liquid Lou. Uh, and I was just thinking about this the other day. And, uh, you know, when those thoughts were going through my mind, I went, Junior Farley had one of them, too. I wonder how he made out. Now that answers that question. Uh, but you're going to go full tilt 
with the APC series. Uh, you're no stranger to the series. Uh, you've been running it before. But this year, going to be a full-time effort with the 72, I take it? Yes. Uh, just recently at Motorama, we, we announced that we brought on PV Mart and uh, Burn Workwear uh, Canada. So uh, with those two partners, we, we've committed to a full season back with the APC. Uh, last couple of years, we did run a very limited schedule uh, with, with Shaw Motorsports, the Shaw Chassis. Had some uh, success with it at uh, Sobel. That's primarily where we raced. And uh, this year, we're looking forward to partnering back up with them and, and doing a full campaign. Junior, uh, you know, when you look at, at the APC series, uh, I was, you know, interviewed a couple times down at Motorama. And, and uh, you know, when you look at, at positive news coming out of the sport, um, it's it's when corporate Canada steps up and takes a look at the series in in the the, the sport that we all love, right? Um, when you look at uh, you know five years ago, six years ago, um, it, teams would struggle to find a, a corporate Canada sponsor like PV Mart and and Burn Workwear to to partner with them in a series, um, but. The growth that we're seeing out of the Ontario late model tour with the APC tour, um, we're seeing lots of companies that are at that that national slash regional level um, that are are taking a look at the sport and taking a look at at racing uh, in a, in a different light uh, than what we've seen since the you know the '90s you know since the the, the early 2000s. Um, it, take us back to you know basically the beginning of, of your relationship and, and, and what, what really they liked about, you know, Junior Farley and, and racing in the APC series? Um, I think uh, Luke and his team and Alex and everybody, I think they all do a very good job of providing a, a good saleable platform uh, for us to compete in. Um, it's a very remarkable series. It, it uh, matched the demographics in the region that PV Mart was looking to get into. They've had a strong presence uh, on the West Coast, um, you know, back early 70s, I think 74. And then even before that, it was under a different name under Farmway. Um, so they, you know, there's, there's something that they're looking to branch out into buying the TSC uh, in 2017. So it's fairly new with all the rebranding in 2021. So that was the, the ultimate, um, you know, factor for them, I think, just that it met the demographics and the exact uh, target area that they were looking at. And uh, Burn Workwear uh, was right on board, right along, and they kind of orchestrated some of the, the meetings for us and, and were pivotal in uh, putting this deal together. So the two of them uh, combined, I'm very excited to, to work with both of them. Well, they got a good driver and a good team in you, Junior Farley. I can tell you what, they're going to be uh, some excited when you get them to the racetrack. If, uh, uh, if they know anything about Junior Farley, they got to know that uh, you're, you always give it uh, a 110% if it's possible uh, to get out there. Every lap with you, kid, is qualifying laps. I've watched your race, and there is no, I'm going to save my stuff. You go, and you go to win, and that's the cool part. Uh, fans always get their money's worth when the 72 car is in that field. Uh, how's the team all shaping up? Who have you got around you? Because I know it's a, it's a sport where you can't do it yourself. you got to have... The people around you and this, uh, just like anything, it's all about the people. Who have you got with you with the 72? Uh, with running with the Shaw Chassis, both Dale and uh, Jason will be supporting. And uh, Randy Shaw helps out as well. Um, we have our crew that we've always raced with. 
Um, so Mike Stroh helps Rick and Tammy Leader, uh, Alex Gordon and son Austin uh, and Tim. So we've had a, a good following ever since we ran back in the All-Star Day. We kind of have our, our, our crew. Uh, we are looking to add a, a spotter and maybe somebody uh, from, you know, the setup side. So we are searching for that still. Um, and a lot depends if uh, Dale's running full time or not. So that's still to be determined as far as I know. So still still a few uh, loose ends, but we're getting close. You just still got a little bit of time. Do you plan on getting out and doing any testing before that first green flag goes in the air? Yeah, for sure. At the Delaware Day on uh, the test media and test day, that's April twenty second, I believe. Um, and then I gotta, I have to check the rules just to make sure what the testing policy is. So it's been been a while since I've ran full time, so I'm not sure what you're exactly eligible to run. Um, and then we'll we'll abide by their guidelines. Oh, yeah, absolutely. That half-mile track, that's Canada's fastest now, right? The, the Delaware Speedway is our biggest, fastest track up here. Um, I, I bet you can't uh, wait to get out there. Uh, Delaware Speedway, have you got any results at Delaware when you've been out on that track? Uh, we've got uh, a few top tens, a uh, couple six and seven places, led some laps, but overall it's not necessarily our strongest track, so something that uh, Tess will definitely benefit from and, and uh, just more laps. I know it's changed a lot too with the grinding and resurfacing that they did last year. So it'll be interesting to give that a go. How cool is it when you're working with guys like uh, Dale Shaw, Jason Shaw, uh, guys that have been there, uh, Dale, of course, uh, past champion. He, he's won lots of races and uh, Jason Shaw, uh, we won't even go there. He's got so many accolades. Uh, I don't think there's a racetrack anywhere uh, that Jason wouldn't have knowledge of and uh, to have it, uh, you know, part of your team uh, in putting the chemistry together. It's just uh, incredible news. Lots of information would get shared between the 83-72, I would take it. Yes, for sure. Uh, even just testing with them last year, we go up to Sobel and uh, it was invaluable that we did get in each other's cars. They all get in mine. I didn't get in his, but just the feedback and then having Jason's knowledge um, you know, we've had lots of battles, as you witnessed, uh, back in the All-Star Day. So we've been family, friends, and foe, and in between uh, over the years, but always always uh, got along really good with them. Um, I just want to give a shout-out, too, about uh, Joe Sponga. So, obviously, everybody's thinking of the family there. Absolutely. Hearts with you, buddy, uh, with with everybody in the Shaw Sponga family. 100%. Uh, uh, he'll, be, he'll be missed 100% at the racetrack, but... Uh, uh, Junior, uh, as well, you know, kind of taking a step away from the late model side now, uh, you didn't just have one car at the show, you had two. Uh, one's got a significantly shorter wheelbase and, and uh, yells at you when you go down the straightaway, but uh, uh, talk, us, talk to us a little bit about the TQ Midget program uh, versus the, the can- or versus the, the APC program. Uh, will you have a chance to run for both championships, or, or is APC the, the sole uh, focus and, and you get to play with the, uh, with the little orange toy? Yeah, unfortunately, there's a couple of dates uh, that didn't work out for that, uh, so they conflict. But I think we're overall. I think we got 32 races scheduled this year between uh, APC, the TQ. We'll run about seven or eight. I'm hopping in a legend for a friend of ours, uh, Blake Outhouse, in the Great Lakes Legend Series. We're going to do four or five races with them. Wow! And then probably be competing uh, to defend the Late Mall Championship at Varney again for my friend uh, Ken Gill and his car. So it's going to be a full full summer for sure. <laughs> 
busy guy. That's you, incredible. You love it, Junior. I know you do. Uh, whatever you can get in and squeeze that pedal down, you'll do it. Uh, it it's just I- incredible. Uh, PV Mart, you're going to have maybe the 72 car. Do you got a show cars or any show stuff that you'll be doing? I know with Gary Elliott and that Quaker State machine. Man, you go anywhere in the Maritimes, and that 36 car appears. I know we were at Andy Ganesh one time, and Jerry and I stopped in at a Walmart to pick up some batteries for our mics. Sure enough, we roll up, and what do I see out front? The 36 car, and that's back when Gary lived in Ontario. Uh, I know you're big into both ends of it and doing whatever you can with the sponsor. Is there any show dates lined up? Can fans expect to maybe roll into a PV Mart and see that 72 car? Yes, we, uh, we're just finalizing the, the dates, but we are planning on doing uh, six locations. So it'll be uh, London, Kitchener, uh, London, Kitchener, Peterborough, uh, Alliston. Um, where else are we going? We've got, we got six in total. Can't uh, name them all. Golf, obviously, hometown right. in golf. Um, so we're going to be spreading them out throughout the summer. It's going to be a great uh, opportunity for the fans to come out. There'll be some good advertising through PV and Burn, uh, some contests and, and uh, opportunities for people to participate, even for a chance to be a crew member for a race and stuff like that that we're working on behind the scenes. So um, lots of good stuff going on there. And I just want to give a, a shout out to, to uh, Epic Race where they've been a big supporter of helping putting a lot of the promotional stuff behind uh behind this, putting it together for me, putting together the renditions and, and everything. So that's been uh, very helpful for that. And just recently, uh, Inside Track Motorsports News, uh, just on Friday, came on board for the full season. So very excited to work with them and have a partner in the media that will be able to work together both on and off the track. Yeah, that's cool. Good for you. Uh, Greg, Greg McPherson, Inside Track. You'll have a lot of fun working with Greg, I can guarantee you. Um, just a tremendous individual. Got to ask you, with the late model, and uh, I know your focus is going to be on the APC series, but I can't help but note that you're out of Guelph. Flamborough Speedway is right down the road. I believe we got the Grasdale Triple Crown back on uh, for this year. I know he's got uh, the uh, Gold Rush, which is going to pay big coin. Uh, it's going to be a big race. You're going to head to any of those outside the APC sort of uh, special events? I think we'll have to see take, in, take that into consideration for sure, but see how our season's going. Um, if, if, we're, if we're rolling along good and we're not uh, bending stuff up and, and uh, the funds are there to participate, we'd certainly like to support the shows for sure. Um, one that's uh, kind of near and dear to my heart is the Junior Hanley Classic. So I do want to try to get the sunset for that race as well, um, bring the 72 out, and hopefully have a good showing in, in honor of uh, his, uh, racing, his racing career. So thanks to Sunset for putting that show on. It's pretty cool. Yeah, no kidding. You're going to need two cars or maybe a third one. You'll have to hit up your sister and say, hey, sis, give me another car, will you? Yeah, she's, uh, she doesn't help like she used to, but she, she certainly helped back in the day. She's the crew chief uh, in the All-Star Series, so uh, definitely appreciated all her help over the years, for sure. Well, pretty amazing team, I'll tell you that. Amazing family, amazing team, and uh, this is all great news. I know we look forward to uh, seeing you on the Speedway, Junior Farley, and uh, seeing what you can turn out for results. I know you're going to get them. Uh, fans are going to be in for a good one this summer, bud. This is going to be a lot of fun. No, I appreciate it, Joe, and thank you very much for having me on. We're, we're certainly looking forward to a good summer. 
You bet. Oh, social media. How can fans follow along? You got all your social media. What do you got? Uh, we got JuniorFarleyMotorsports.com, our website. Uh, Junior Farley Motorsports on Facebook. And then uh, Junior Farley on Instagram. So we're active on those three main channels. I uh, do have a Twitter account, but I'm not, not too big on Twitter. <laughs> and and for all the fans out there, obviously, if you're seeing this on, on social media, you can kind of see it from, you know, tagged in, in you know, in and above. But uh, it's two R's and two L's for Junior yes. Farley. Yes, good uh, point. I, I, you know, I, I just wanted to just wanted to throw it out there. You guys spell it wrong, but it's OK. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Looks like Junior Ferrelli. That's what everybody always calls me. <laughs> That's right. That's right. That's okay. You should hear some of the pronunciations of my name. Yes. Uh, it comes out. Junior, thanks so much for the time tonight on Race Time. We appreciate it. And I know we'll get you back on as things get fired off here. Uh, we like getting the winners on at the APC series and all the big shows. You never know. You could be back on here before you know it. That'd be great. Thanks again, Joe. Appreciate it. You bet. That's Junior Farley, number 72 in the United Racing Series, the APC Series. Going to be a whale of a series this year. Uh, We are going to step out, take a quick break, and uh, we got lots more to come. Stay with us. We will be back. Hey, race fans. This is Chris Rabby. Driver of the CB Enterprises, number 01 TO Pro Car, listening to Race Time Radio. I know what you got. From coast to coast, coast to coast, you're listening to Canada to Talks. Canada Talks. Tonight's Race Time Radio is brought to you by Leaf Racewear. Fuel your passion and confidence at leafracewear.com. We're an essential part of any team. And by Canadian Tire Motorsport Park. Canada's biggest sports car racing weekends of the year. For tickets and details, get to CanadianTireMotorsportPark.com. It's time to get back to the racetracks. For over 30 years, Quick Quick Fire Starters have fueled the sport on and off the track, making lighting your campfire as easy as one, two, three. There's no need for kindling or paper. Just pop your Quick Quick Fire Starter in the pit, add your wood, and presto, you're a pro. Quick Quick Fire Starters, no harmful chemicals, and guaranteed to light your fire every time. Quick Quick Fire Starters, the world's best fire starter. It's Canada's kickoff to 2023 at Penticton Speedway. It's the second annual Western Rattler 300 weekend. If you build it, they will come. Friday, May 5th, it's qualifying. Plus the Street Stock Viper 100 and the West Carp Snake Bite 125. The top three will qualify and move on to the 300. Then Saturday, May 6th, it's the 300 last chance qualifier. Plus the Street Stock Venom 100 and the second annual Western Rattler 300. It's Canada's richest to win pro late model event with $20,000 to the winner. For tickets and info, get to PantictonSpeedway.com or tune in live on Race Time Radio for live flag-to-flag coverage. Riley Siebert, the winner. This is my house, not coming here to push me around, and this is probably the biggest win of my career. May 5th and 6th, the best in the business will be at Panticton Speedway at the Western Rattler 300. Hey, everyone. This is World Series champions Lance McCullers Jr. and Carlos Correa. We're excited to announce that our podcast, The Walkout, is now available on SiriusXM. Each episode, we go inside the world of combat sports, providing hardcore analysis, honest opinions, and top picks for every fight. 
If you share the same passion for combat sports as we do, you need to listen to The Walkout. Episodes are available on the SiriusXM app, Pandora, and wherever you get your podcasts. Rev TV, your motorsports and automotive destination. Watch live races from around the world and right here at home from two wheels to four and so much more. Rev TV is your source for motorsports. Rev TV features exclusive race series, up-to-date news coverage, documentaries, how-to programs, and adrenaline-filled lifestyle programs 24-7. Go green with Rev TV. Contact your TV provider to order. Tonight's Race Time Radio is fueled by... AP Race Fuels, the worldwide leader in race fuel technology. If you're a Springsteen fan, you just found the promised land. Hear rare interviews and performances. Live concerts. Is there anybody Celebrity guest DJs. This is Rob Lowe. Hey, baby, it's little Steven here. And more exclusives when listening to Bruce Springsteen's channel. Welcome, Bruce Springsteen, to E Street Radio, your home great, away from home. Great to meet you. E Street Radio, Sirius XM, Channel 20. Explore the musical world of an American rock and roll troubadour on his very own channel. Tom Petty Radio. All of Tom's music, influences, collaborations. This is Tom Petty here on The Very Treasure Show. Heartbreakers hosted shows. Check out my show, The Breakdown with Mike Campbell. And more. It's Tom Petty Radio. Channel 31. It's alright. And in the SXM app, included with all trials and popular plans. Did you know you can get home and away feeds for every NFL, NBA, and NHL game on your phone? I can't believe it! Every game, all season. It's all on the SXM app. Sports the way they're meant to be heard. With your hometown announcers just Just a tap tap away. Search for your team, then tap the star on the corner of the screen and save it as your favorite. It is gone! An incredible finish! And if you love college sports, when the game is on, just search for your school. It's always a home game when you listen to sports on the SXM app. Free for most subscribers. We're just getting started. That's right. Joe hasn't stuck his foot in his mouth yet, but hang tight, it's coming. Now, back to more Race Time Radio and Joe Chisholm. Is that you singing, Junior? No. No, okay. Okay, welcome back, everybody, to Race Time Radio. Uh, Getting dangerously close here to the top of the hour. We're going to throw it back to Sirius XM here shortly, get you up to date on some of the news and highlights, and then... Hour number two will be kicked off. Al Labert is going to join us. We'll talk RS1 Cup Series racing with Al. Uh, he's all lined up in the Avion shop, I believe. At least I can see RS1 cars in the background. So uh, we'll catch up with Al here shortly. And we'll talk about the 300 in hour number two with the number 56 car. Uh, Steve Lingren is going to join us from B.C., He's got the 56 car all ready to go. Did you see the photos of that 56? The purple people eater. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Oh, you watch that thing go. He's a champion. He won the championship with the late models at Penticton last uh, last season. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's coming in with momentum. And by the sounds of it, old Steve-O is ready to go. That's good. Yeah, yeah. definitely. 
Um, lots of uh, lots of momentum heading into the uh, heading into the Rattler. There's uh, lots of people talking. You know, we're oh, hearing yeah. we're hearing lots of names tossed around, and uh, uh, it's it's definitely uh, it's it's going to be a really different looking entry list, I believe, uh, this year it from is. last. It is. We're going to have guys from Saskatoon West, yeah. and I don't know if we're going to get any guys out of the U.S. or not. I would imagine so. Uh, from the Washington area, um, all out Arizona way. Um, yeah, of course, that's close to BC, right? Uh, the guys in Ontario, though, there was uh, like three or four guys that I thought were going to make it to this year's Western Rattler, but it's not in the cards. And then, of course, Sunset Speedway is going to fire off on the 6th, so the same night as the 300. Um, and then the weekend after that, things get real for uh uh, a lot of the different tracks here in Ontario, they're going to be running late models. So if you're going to participate in your point series, you got to be there right at the beginning. So it's not like, you know, halfway through the season, I felt fallen out of the points. I'm going to head down the road and go to BC and go after the big dough. $20,000 to win. So there's no doubt it's going to be Canada's largest payout for a 300 lap late model race for any late model race, for that fact, uh, it's it's a huge payday. It's a long way to go, though, and you got to do uh, quite a bit of planning in order to get there. Yeah, just the uh, you know, not to get political, but uh, it, you know, doing the addition on you know from the Ontario side to get out there. Um, of course, April first, we've seen that increase on the fuel side of things. Oh yeah, yeah, um, yeah. It, you know it's. It, it That's is right crazy... across the board, though. That's not just Ontario. That is no, exactly. Uh, across the it's, coast. It's, it's across the board. That's what I mean. But but the reason why we're doing it is because we're in Ontario, so we're adding up the fuel cost of of getting out there. And and uh, um, my lord, what a crazy world we're living in. No. we're trying to save the world, and uh, you know they they think a tax is going to do it. But uh, um, you know, when you look at uh, when you look at that, I, I really hope that it doesn't have a huge hindrance on motorsports this year. I don't think it will. I don't think, you don't it think will. a fourteen cent a liter cost increase. Well, tax it, is going to make a difference. Bud, I've seen it jump a buck in the summer. Hey, it's going to uh, jump a buck though. That's the, long, the problem. Is the it's still going to jump a buck? The long weekends. Uh, it doesn't seem to matter. The, the difference they put is, the price is jumping the, a buck fourteen now. Well, they put the price <laughs> of the fuel up just because it's a long weekend and they know people are going to be using fuel, and the cost goes up. It, yeah, it drives yeah. me nuts, but it is the world we live in, and you know what? It's uh, not for the faint of heart. I can tell you that. No, I, and guys will, you know, they think nothing of. Uh, you know, blown a couple grand on this or blown a couple grand on that if they thought it was going to get them five one thousandths of a second. That's an investment. Yeah, uh, there you go. That's an investment. Well, how about a twenty thousand dollar payday to the winner? That is an investment as well. Uh, it's oh, huge, yeah. huge glue. It's a huge uh, investment, but it's it is. Uh, you know, but I'm not. I'm not. I'm not saying guys won't go there. because of the payout. I'm saying guys won't go because of the, the, the because the, of fourteen cent fuel cost. Well, no, no, because of the overhaul cost at the beginning. Yeah. to to get it out there. What what we were trying to put together, uh, there was a group of of six guys that that all wanted to go at various different <laughs> levels. Okay, hold your thought. I got to throw it back to Toronto. I got five seconds and. Okay. We will be back with you all live tonight on Race Time Radio. Back to you, Scotty, in Toronto. Get us up to date. And then uh, we I know we got Al Labor sort of lined up, ready to go. 
And uh, we will be back with you here in 90 seconds. Stay right there. You're listening to Canada Talks on Sirius XM Channel 167. Tonight's Race Time Radio is brought to you by Leaf Racewear. Fuel your passion and confidence at leafracewear.com. We're an essential part of any team. And by Canadian Tire Motorsport Park, Canada's biggest sports car racing weekends of the year. For tickets and details, get to CanadianTireMotorsportPark.com. When you think NASCAR, when you think NASCAR, think Sirius XM NASCAR Radio. This may be the most important thing that's ever happened. You're damn right, baby. The races. The Daytona 500 win. I love that we have playoff racing now. The talk shows. We'd love for you guys to participate as well. The unprecedented access. Well, I'm here at the red carpet with the fans. Sirius XM NASCAR Radio, Channel 90. Chastain did a video game move. Also streaming on the SXM app. I think they're happy down here. We're back with our number two of Race Time Radio with the two Joes here on Race Time Radio on Sirius XM 167 where Canada talks. And just like that, we are back with you all live tonight on Sirius XM Channel 167 Canada Talks. And of course, hello to all of our Rev TV viewers right here on Rev TV. Uh, Junior, continue your thought. I had to throw it back to Toronto. Yeah, no, I, I just you know, I, I think that in in a different circumstance, uh, you know, and I think that building into the future, uh, the guys are going to do this. Um, they're going to bundle up, you yeah. know, and and yeah. and team up. You know, with with a hauler that'll hold you know two or three cars, mm-hmm. or even four cars, um, and and put together a program and, and head out there. Yeah, That's, uh, it makes sense, one hundred percent. And uh, you know, to to do a one car operation to to head out there, you're you're looking you know at a at a sizable chunk, right? You're looking at yeah, get close to fifteen grand just to uh, uh, just to get out there, and that's not including anything other than other than your gas well, and your stay, right? So there and back. It's, uh, yeah, uh, definitely a a, a, a deep uh, well. Um, uh, that being said, if you do it, you divide it by four, um, it, it becomes very attractive. Well, try try and do the same thing. Only you head to Florida. And you're going across the border. You're talking about 14 cents a liter uh, of fuel. Try making your dollar drop all the way down to a 70 cent dollar when you go across the border and drive 24 hours to get there. So it's all relevant. And I know the, you know, the amount of payout that you're going to get when you get down there it, isn't yeah. near as high as what uh, this race is going to pay. But I do agree to bundle it up and send a tractor trailer with... Uh, a number of cars in it. I think it's a great idea. And the same goes true. You know, we've got the IWK 250 out at Riverside International Speedway. It'd be kind of cool to get the guys from the West Coast to travel it out and uh, catch you all out at Halifax or Andy Ganish at Riverside. Uh, same thing. It'd take time. It takes, uh, you know, planning to uh, pull it all together to head out there. But wouldn't it be cool one day that we see that transition go right across the country that'd be cool it would be yeah definitely it would be it would be amazing stuff and 
Yeah, no, it's uh, and and to be honest with you, I'm not talking about the 14 cents being no. the, the reason why everything is being held back. But uh, I tell you what, you claw back every ounce of that carbon tax, and she becomes a hell of a lot easier to get to BC. Yeah, it would be. I don't know <laughs> we, whether we're going to continue to breathe, but uh, I, I agree with you. The cost needs to drop. <laughs> we got to do whatever we can to drop the cost wherever. But uh, what do you say we get back to the Zoom line and we'll talk some RS1 Cup Series racing uh, with Avion Motorsports GM. We have Al Liebert with us on our Zoom line. What's going on there, Al Macombo? How are you? Hey, Joe. I'm good. How about you? Doing fantastic, man. I can see you got another hot rod that you're leaning up against. That one there hasn't got windows in it yet, though. How are things coming along? Yeah, this one's actually the one that uh, when we were together, I think, six seven weeks ago was a bare chassis and we're doing uh full refurbishment on it and we started hanging the body here a couple days ago and you know you guys just watching you guys talk about the hauler trip there across country and this one's leaving the ottawa valley and heading for penticton on thursday yeah man i'll tell you what uh you're a busy guy all off season long not really an off season for uh you and uh, your bride and all your team there uh, in the Ottawa Valley, you get ready to go for what we all get to see as the RS1 Cup Series. How are things coming together? Are they looking good? Yeah, they're coming really good. No, they're definitely not an off-season. Off you know, as soon as the checker flag waved last September, um, we were already working on, you know, this season right away, making some plans, um, <clears throat> refurbishing some cars, getting some new drivers in. And, you know, we're three weeks yesterday from the preseason Thunder first race. So we're almost ready to go. You know, the team heads out to Penticton here um, next Sunday and won't be long. We'll be at the racetrack. Absolutely. April 22nd at Area 27, right in the Okanagan Valley. Uh, picturesque. Uh, that, that, even, that doesn't even describe it. Uh, it's absolutely gorgeous, nestled into the mountaintops. And uh, by April 22nd, I, we all got our fingers crossed that the weather's going to be peachy. Uh, but it should be right around that time in the Okanagan. Uh, what do you got lined up? Preseason thunder. Not a points race this time. Uh, the guys are going to get out there for true thunder, and they're not going to have to worry about running points that particular day. Yeah, so no, the, the weather in the Okanagan come, you know, end of April uh, is absolutely gorgeous. It gets a little bit chilly when the sun goes down still, but, you know, I've been out there the last seven, eight years in April, and, you know, for the Ontario people listening, you know, it's like our May long weekend. It's the most beautiful place in Canada. It's nice and sunny and dry, so we'll be definitely good to go. It's actually, we seem to be always get more rain there in June than we do in April, so um, it's definitely been a great race. Uh, we're really looking forward to preseason thunder, and like you mentioned, it's not a points race. We have our five races, which are all doubleheaders for our points championship, but we wanted to do something different. You know, a lot of our guys every spring, you know, they do want to do testing and shake off the rust. We all know a driver, you know, after sitting for four or five months in the winter, they need to get some rust off. So, you know, Trevor and I had some long talks and, you know, guys want to do more stuff at Area 27. So we're like, why don't we make a preseason race if you're going to want to go knock the rust off and do some experience being in the year anyway and have a, you know, a professional race, but still have some fun doing it. So 
compared to our normal race day at Area 27, we're actually doing a triple header. All our Cup and Challenge guys are be racing together. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're going to do 10 laps on the full track, but something that's never been done at Area 27. And I actually had a long chat with Bill DeRosos last night um, from Area 27, and I think he's pretty excited to see this happen. We're actually going to run a race on the short track. So we're going to do 20 laps, our second race on the short track. So anyone that's never been there, um, you go go in turn one, you go down the back straightaway, and that's what they call the bypass. Um, and it's a pretty hard, you know, not quite a hairpin, but it's pretty hard left-hand turn. So you're going to have 20 ish cars that are going to turn one they're going to back straight normally when they're going down long straightaway and just about to shift into fourth gear they're going to be doing the opposite yeah. they'll be downshifting in a second doing a hard left-hander coming through turn 11 up and right into turn 12 so it's going to keep the field really tight and uh it's going to be some fun racing you know it'll be different and then uh, we'll finish the day off with another 10 laps on the long track and nobody has done the short track, correct? No one has done it. Not even Trevor Siebert has done the short track end of it. As far as nobody in our series has ever done it. And I, as far as I know, nobody at Area 27 in an actual speed condition has ever done a lap on the short track. We use it um, during a caution. Mm-hmm. You know, that's where the pace car goes. To, to, so we're not doing a five-second lap every caution we're racing. No one's ever done it in a race format. So it's going to be brand new to Area 27. It's going to be brand new to racing there, you know, for a series and anybody. So it's going to be pretty cool. And, you know, anybody that's a fan that's watching up in turn one or on the berm, um, you'll be able to see the cars every inch of that lap, you know, from the view. So it's going to be pretty cool to watch. You know, I'll be up in timing and scoring and, you know, it's going to be hard actually not to be a fan for a few yeah. minutes, focus on what I'm doing, because it's going to be short track racing on a road course. I think it's going to be pretty cool. That awesome. is cool. It's, it's kind of like the, the Roval setting, if you will, at Charlotte or, or at Daytona, but, but it's also kind of like the, uh, the iCar setup, right? The iCar, uh, a, perfect, uh, a perfect example, uh, seven turns, uh, seven incredibly tight turns, um, but not a whole lot of straightaway time, uh, and uh, you know, a, a very aggressive lap. Uh, you really need to attack that racetrack mm-hmm. in order to get any time out of it. Um, but the, you know, when when you've got you know fifteen people that are attacking it, it, it creates some really great short track action. Uh, just the only difference is there's a couple right hands thrown in there. <laughs> Al, will you do a uh, a planogram, a map, if you will, that uh, you know the competitors or fans, what have you, will be able to look at that because this is brand new. So that they can get an idea of where they're going to go in comparison to the full Area 27? Or are you going to keep it all under wraps and really send the guys for a loop? Well, I I think all our drivers are already familiar with it because, you know, that's what we use under caution laps. Um, You know, for anyone that knows Area 27, you're basically, you know, on on the full course, you go in turn one, you go down the back straightaway, and you come right up on the bypass and you turn 11. Um, you know, so it's the, the drivers, they won't have a problem. You know, we kind of, we're going to put some orange cones on that back straightaway, yeah. right? It's leading in because somebody is going to be so used to going down that back straightaway. They're going to go instead of shifting the second shift in the fourth and keep going. So they'll see there's all these 
you know, big bright cones there. And we're going to have a rule in there if somebody does miss it, um, where they can rejoin the field. Um, but we'll definitely uh, have a plan in case that happens. That was my, my next question, really, is what is the switchover time like, Al, uh, between being able to run? Because I, I know at, at certain racetracks like uh, uh, Watkins Glen, if they run the boot, quote-unquote, right, there's some setup time there where they need to move some some uh, barriers around. They need to set up some, some tire barriers um, just to make it so that you can run the boot. Um, uh, same deal with, uh, uh, you know, Laguna Seca, if you do the whole course, uh, versus the shorter of the two, uh, they've got to uh, they've got to allow some uh, different areas for the like safety equipment or safety personnel. Um, is there is there going to be much setup time, or is it just literally throw out a few cones and it, it's a it's a different world that we're living in now? You know, that's kind of you know a really good question. You know, the the cool part about the way you know Trevor and Bill and Jacques design Area Twenty Seven with this bypass is there's no setup time. Frankly, we're going to go throw six cones and, and, you know, essentially we don't need to. We're just going to do it to remind drivers. So we all know sometimes when, you know, drivers forget things, especially when they're used to going down the back straightaway. So, you know, our plan is to do a 20 minute practice session on the full track in the morning, then do a 20 minute practice on the short track, then qualify. So we're going to be going back and forth a little bit and it'll frankly be the safety truck go out, move the five cones from the bypass two on the back straightaway and away we go. So it's, we're very fortunate that when they designed area 27 uh, and built it this way, that there's no complications whatsoever to make this happen. Yeah. Too cool. Too cool for school. Uh, if you're just tuned into race time radio, that's L labor with us. He is the general manager of Avion Motorsports, the RS one cup series, uh, the challenge series and the cup series. That is two different series using the same car and it is a totally unique scenario if you don't know anything about rs1 cup series uh you really do want to check it out whether you're a fan or maybe a competitor and you want to take a look at maybe doing something competitive that is totally different this would be a series for you to check out and al would be the right guy to talk to about it al uh, at this time of the year there's got to be guys and girls that are saying hey i want to look at some different options or maybe they're uh, looking for something new to try. RS1 Cup competition is right off the hook, and it is possible for guys or girls to get involved. How do they do that? Yeah, so, you know, I, I get a lot of phone calls in a week. People are very interested in trying the series. Um, you know, it's quite affordable. Um, you know, anyone can contact myself through my email or, the you know, social media or the website. Um and we can discuss that. You know, we have very limited cars available for rent. Um, we have a couple available for purchase. You know, we got some guys talking about, you know, doing um, the full season. We got some doing some ovals or road course. So whether you want to try one race or you want to do the whole series, we can put a deal together. Um, I believe there's actually, not I believe, there's only one car available left for rent for the preseason Thunder. So if there's something you want to try, give me a call pretty quick. So I think I got like three or four guys talking about that one car. Um, you know, and then the other option is a great deal is actually this car I'm sitting beside right now. So this one here is a fully refurbished RS1 car. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, we talked a little bit before about our refurbishment program. Uh, so once a car gets, you know, three, four years old, what we do is so make sure they all stay equal. We take them back here to the shop. We fully strip them. 
right down to the bare chassis. We repowder coat them. We replace anything that wears. Nuts, bolts, hinds. We go on. And there's nothing wrong with the car. But, you know, as someone that works on the car, and you get into, you know, there's 28 times on a car. Right. And if they even start to wear out a 30-second and a little bit of play, multiply that by 28, it starts to add up. So we make the car basically brand new again. So this one here is fully refurbished. Um, it's actually for sale right now. Um, so anyone that wants to actually join the series and have a car that's ready to go, you know, we could get you in this thing with your wrap on it for preseason thunder. You can then go for a championship and, you know, see how you can make out. And uh, when I say this is unique, it truly is. If you're not familiar with Avion Motorsports, you got to check them out. Avionmotorsports.com. And you can find out all about the RS1 Cup Series and Challenge Series. But when you do uh, happen to get in and rent a car, uh, you don't bring a crew, you don't bring a wrench, you don't bring anything but your fire suit and your helmet. Uh, that's all you're going to require. Everything is included with the rental. Uh, and at Avion Motorsports, when it comes time for RS1 Cup competition, uh, Avion takes care of Every competitor's car, uh, they're not allowed, actually, to get under the hood and start changing stuff and switching parts out and doing all the stuff, you know, that you're normally used to seeing in, you know, your late model tour or any other kind of tour, for that fact. Uh, With RS1 Cup competition, everything is a controlled environment from the time you look at the steering wheel forward. (laughs) It's just amazing, and that's what Al and his whole group does. Al, are you looking for any crew members, or how are you set up that way? Uh, if someone was interested in becoming part of the Avion crew, is it available, or have you got space? Oh, absolutely. You know, we're always looking for guys to join our Avion crew and team. So, you know, we were, and I'm glad you brought this up. We're always looking for guys that want to drive the cars and race, be part of the series. But, you know, anyone out there that wants to, learn to wrench on the car, be part of the team and crew. They're more than welcome to join us. They can contact myself and we'd love to have you from, you know, working on the race weekends and helping out to, you know, there's still a few positions available to work full time in the shop Monday to Friday to keep the maintenance on the whole field of 26 RS1 cars um, and do the repairs and everything we need to do to keep the series going. So you can learn and uh, and you can work away at it. Man, the what you would learn uh, would be invaluable in this sport. Uh, kind of a cool thing. And I'll tell you what, the guys that Al has got put together, guys and girls, uh, because I've seen uh, Amanda out there. I've seen all, all the ladies, too, pitching in. Uh, they do a tremendous job with these RS1 cars. And uh, I know everybody can't wait for that pre-race thunder to start. Uh, preseason thunder, sorry. Uh, it's all going to fire up on April 22nd at Area 27. Al, uh, you got to be ready, man. You're in the Ottawa Valley. You got to get out there. Yes, I'm pretty well ready. We're just finishing up these cars, and you know, our hauler driver uh, flies in here on Wednesday, and we're going to load up the hauler, and it heads out on Thursday. And then we're going to head out, and you know, um, the shop out there, we did a lot of work last, you know, we were there till middle of November, I uh, mean, got the field 99% ready um, for this this summer. So once we get out there, obviously there'll be some cleaning and some winter dust. We get to melt some tires and we'll, you know, do a once over and load the cars. But, um, you know, we're not far away from 
having all the cars area 27 on pit road and and ready to go are you going to be at the Western Rattler 300 too? I guess that is uh, what uh, the not the weekend after. I guess two weeks after uh, the opener at Area 27. Are you going to make your way over to the 300? Oh, I'm sure I'll make my way over to that race. You know, we we you know having got motorsports. We got a couple of late models with Trevor and Riley uh, running, and you know we may have our our house uh, street stock possibly running. So I'm sure I'll be there part of that weekend. Um, you know, I actually uh, really enjoy, you know, spotting for Trevor. You know, everyone knows I routine for him for a long time in the NASCAR series. and um, uh, But what I really enjoy is, is doing some spotting. So you may hear me on the radio talking him through that race. Uh, too cool, Lyle. This is going to be exciting. I know I can't wait to get back together with you guys. Uh, we'll be there definitely for the 300. You never know. Could be there for the uh, preseason thunder as well. Uh, but time will tell. Al, have a safe trip out, uh, and, and I know I look forward to catching up with you and the whole Avion Motorsports crew out in uh, BC. You have safe travels, and we can't thank you enough for your time tonight on Race Time. Awesome, Joe. We'll definitely see you here in a few weeks on the West Coast in beautiful Penticton. Well, and if you want to get involved, you can get a hold of Al Labert at avionmotorsports.com. L, safe trip, buddy. We'll see you in a couple weeks, bud. You want to believe it. Al Labert, man, I'll tell you, uh, it's going to be exciting. When that series fires off, Junior, uh, we, we love it, uh, but I can't wait to see all the stuff that uh, these guys have done through the off season to get prepared. Those cars are absolutely gorgeous. Yeah, definitely. And, and uh, you know, he touched on it quite a few times there, affordability, right? It's uh, it's not just affordability on the cost side. It's affordability on the time side. Mm. You know, if you're, if you're in business and you, you gave up racing because you didn't have the time. Right. Obviously, there's an expense attached to it, right? There's, there's, there's a cash value to strapping in any race car, but that being said, the time-wise is why a majority of the business people walk away from racing. Um, they have cornered a huge market there. Um, you know, they put on a show. Mm. It's not just about it's not just about going out and making laps. It's not no no. It, it's not like a track day at uh, at CTMP where you take a, a a sports car around and do a few laps. It's it, it is the true definition of competition. Um, and because of the way that they do it, uh, you know, they they prepare the cars equally. They they focus on being or creating equality. And, uh, you know, through that, it turns into good racing. And, uh, you know, we have not had anybody on this program that has driven an RS1 car, that has raced an RS1 car, that said they didn't have the time of their life. Yeah, that's true. That's you know, true. when, when you think point. about it, we've had, uh, you know, Cameron Haley. We've had, no, Riley Siebert and Trevor right. Siebert, yeah. right? I mean, the name is, is it's, like, it's like me saying I don't have fun doing race time radio. Right. If, if, you know, if Riley was to say that. But yeah. you know what I mean? It's, it's uh, they still love it, and they're diehard racers. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, uh, Macintosh. Yanni, you know, Yanni can't wait to Yanni get in. Yanni can't wait to get in it. Yeah. Uh, it like, and, and it's because they they actually honestly have a great time and 
they're not bankrupting their family to do it. Yeah, and they're competitive. Exactly. Every team is competitive because they're all identically prepared. Yep. It's such a cool deal. Uh, you can catch out. Uh, you can check into it further if you'd like. Uh, contact us. I can get you in touch with whoever you need to. Uh, but I am going to hit a break right here. When we come back, uh, Steve Lindgren uh, drives the 56 car out on Canada's West Coast. He's getting ready for the Western Rattler 300. And he is going to be with us on the other side of the break. Uh, we'll also hear from uh, Carson Hosevar, won his first truck race. He did that on the weekend. And uh, how about Chandler Smith? I believe we've even got some clips with uh, Chandler that won his first Xfinity race. So we got all that coming up here uh, from here to the top of the hour. We will be back. Stay with us. <laughs> Hi, race fans. This is Brad Keselowski. You're listening to Race Time Radio. You're listening to Canada Talks on Sirius XM, channel 167. Did you know you could get home and away feeds for every NFL, NBA, and NHL game on your phone? I can't believe it! Every game, all season. It's all on the SXM app. Sports the way they're meant to be heard. With your hometown announcers just, just a tap, tap away. Yeah. Search for your team, then tap the star on the corner of the screen and save it as your favorite. It is gone! An incredible finish! And if you love college sports, when the game is on, just search for your school. It's always a home game when you listen to sports on the SXM app. Free for most subscribers. It's Canada's kickoff to 2023 at Penticton Speedway. It's the second annual Western Rattler 300 weekend. If you build it, they will come. Friday, May 5th, it's qualifying. Plus the Street Stock Viper 100 and the West Car Snake Bite 125. The top three will qualify and move on to the 300. Then Saturday, May 6th, it's the 300 last chance qualifier. Plus the Street Stock Venom 100 and the second annual Western Rattler 300. It's Canada's richest to win pro late model event with $20,000 to the winner. For tickets and info, get to PantictonSpeedway.com or tune in live on Race Time Radio for live flight-to-flight coverage. Riley Siebert, the winner. This is my house, not coming here to push me around. and This is probably the biggest win of my career. May 5th and 6th, the best in the business will be at Panticton Speedway at the Western Rattler 300. What is SiriusXM NASCAR Radio? Tyler Reddy will go to Victory Lane at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway. You just won at Indy. Down here in Victory Lane, let me ask the fans. It's all. Joe Illigato will set his sights on the championship. Two times, baby. Things. He shot him up the right track. Back up on the throttle as he heads to victory. <laughs> NASCAR. Oh, he loses it. He crashes. SiriusXM NASCAR Radio, Channel 90. Also streaming on the SXM app. Oh, hell yeah. Even though Napa is a nationally known name, nearly all of our stores are built from the ground up by local owners and families. People you might call neighbors will be here, there, and everywhere. Doing what neighbors do to keep their communities moving forward. You stop by a Napa Auto Parts store, you can count on Napa know-how. Tonight's Race Time Radio is brought to you by Napa Auto Parts Stores, New Glasgow, Andy Ganesh, and Port Hawkesbury, Nova Scotia. You can count on Napa know-how. AP Race Fuels, the worldwide leader in race fuel technology. 
Soccer is a passion that goes beyond the sport. And Sirius XMFC's podcast, More Than a Game, brings that passion to you. And you believe it! In each episode, FC's panel of experts take a deep dive into club histories, iconic grounds, Anfield has erupted! Bitter rivalries, and so much more. There's nothing like a derby day in Manchester. New episodes are available weekly by downloading the Sirius XM app and searching More Than a Game. From the high banks of Daytona. Cover it all. Ooh, that's going to leave a mark. And now, back to the Joes. Hey, shake and bake, Al. Woo, shake and bake. And here on Race Time Radio. And welcome back, everybody, to Race Time Radio tonight on Sirius XM, Channel 167, Canada Talks on Rev TV, right across Canada, and uh, on YouTube, our YouTube channel. Check it out at Race Time Radio TV on YouTube. Uh, we've got to welcome all of you. And I also want to let you know, our live stream, our live audio stream that we have had literally forever on RacetimeRadio.com. Uh, what's going on with that? Uh, I did have a couple of listeners key in and say, hey, we can't get on the live stream. Uh, what's been happening is the, uh, the um, technology keeps changing and it evolves all the time. And, you know, the phones all change, computers change, so on and so forth. And our live stream uh, isn't compatible now with absolutely everything. It keeps evolving and keeps changing. We switch it up and then things change. And uh, it's just a never ending loop. So what we have done, just to clarify and make it real simple for everybody, absolutely every device known to man can get YouTube. So we are going to do absolutely everything we do. We're going to do it all on YouTube. Um, now, it, it is audio. Uh, will you see everything? You will when we're in the studio. Uh, but you may not when we're on the road doing a live race. Uh, and we're going to be doing the Western Rattler 300. Um, so you can absolutely get everything in nice, clean stereo sound. And you're going to be able to do it all on YouTube. Uh, so our live link is now going to go directly to our YouTube channel. And I might add, there's a little lock on the top of a website. Um, and it's a secure lock on the top. And um, we haven't been able to use that because when you click on the live stream, it sort of heads off to a second or third party, if you will, to stream it. Yeah. That site was not locked. So we couldn't lock our site down. Consequently, when you would search Race Time Radio, sometimes it wouldn't come up yeah. because it's unsecured. So um, this is going to solve all the issues, and it's going to actually help everybody out. So that is what's happening. You'll never miss Race Time Radio again. Get to our YouTube channel or just click on the link on racetimeradio.com and you will get it. But uh, I wanted to bring you up to date on all of that. Now, I know we got Steve Lingren coming up. Uh, I look at my Zoom line and I can't see Steve, but I'm wondering if we're going to be able to hear him. Steve, can you hear us? Yeah, you got me there? Uh, we can hear you, Steve, but I don't think you've got your camera turned on because we can't actually see you. So um, if you'd like, Steve... Uh, well, what I'll do is I'll I'll slide down 
uh, you can disconnect or reconnect again, and hopefully your camera can turn on, and then we'll be able to see you in the shop. Uh, and I can spin uh, Carson Hosevar, and then we'll come back and check in with you uh, when I see you pop up. Sound good, Steve? Yep, you bet. I'll give it a try. Okay, buddy. And uh, Steve will go ahead and do that. What do you say we do here from Carson, Carson Hosevar? Junior, you watched the truck race, right? Yeah, definitely. I watched every lap of the truck race. Uh, and it's funny, too, because you mentioned uh, Johnny Benson talking uh, to Junior Farley. Yeah. This guy got his start working on Johnny Benson late models uh, up in Michigan. So, um, you know, he's a he diehard racer. Uh, just uh, so cool to see him finally hit victory lane. Uh, very popular win. Absolutely. Here is Carson Hosevar. He was in the media center. Uh, so we got to thank NASCAR for the clip. But here is Carson talking about his first win. Uh, it feels really good. Um, I'm sure it'll feel better Monday and Tuesday when I can finally register this. Um super special uh of all of all days we i would have picked to win i didn't think this one um and that seems to be always the the case when when you have your first one and that that big story that you have so many especially last week the rough ache of that so it's just the fact i'm sitting here is super super like i never would have guessed at all at any lap of that race I was just trying not to pass out. I just couldn't believe it from not knowing 100% if we won or not to legitimately just winning and hugging every crew guy. I didn't want to miss one and seeing all the fans, and I wanted to take in every second I could. And uh, I wish I was still out there just hooting and hollering right now, but it's uh, I got a lot of pictures and a lot of videos and bazillion people that know me and I, I'm close with that. Um, I've only gotten closer to that we'll be able to tell this, this story for a long time, especially being in Al's backyard and Wex's backyard and Worldwide Express's backyard. I mean, it couldn't, couldn't be a more perfect racetrack. Yeah, dynamite stuff for Carson. Now, you watched the race, you've seen the final restart, and there was contact between Carson Hosevar and uh, Nick Sanchez, the number two truck. Incidental contact. Incidental. Uh, yeah. It was funny because Phil and Michael on the broadcast, I'm watching it, and they were talking, no, I don't think there was any contact there. You know, it was... Well, no, uh, they, they, they both said that there was contact. They just they di- didn't place any blame on Carson. No. They both no. they both said that is, it, that is a racing deal. That is not Carson's fault. Car- Carson did not drive up there and, and hammer on the two. The two came across the racetrack in front of the 42 and scrubbed off all his momentum because he hit the grass, and the 42 had nowhere to go. Well, he did talk about it in the media center afterwards. Let's hear from Carson and hear what what, what the 42 car had to say, 42 truck, had to say about that contact. I mean, I didn't see a lot. Uh, I saw the four or the two and the 38 hit and three and four, and knew I might have a shot here and to kind of have a shot and, and, and they really got hitting and really got close. So they kind of stalled each other out. And, and in my head off of four, I was thinking if I could put this bottom three and have clean air, I might get them tight or, you know, have a shot there. And my nose was up. I was flying the nose. I was in the draft. I was going to turn as left as I could. And I was, wasn't a hundred percent lifting. All of a sudden the two hooked left and, and kind of came back right. And, um, I mean, I was planning on either pushing him and, and getting down. I was planning on filling the hole, and, you know, it's it, you don't want to ever wreck a guy, especially the speeds. Um, you know, I, 
I don't want to play the hurt card, but like I've gotten hurt before. I know what it feels like. I don't want to do that rather than um, I don't want to do that intentionally, especially I don't want to win that way. But um, he just came off the grass sideways, and the second I touched him, he was around. So he was the dominant truck all day, uh, Danny Stockman and Nick Sanchez and all the KBM group. They're Chevy now, so don't ever want to touch them or hurt them or um, do that ever intentionally. But um, just, just part of last lap wide open you know if he doesn't get loose i you know i'm gonna try and give it get it a shot and almost 200 miles an hour right so it does happen quick but that does answer it right from carson himself uh, i thought that clip was very interesting that's why i thought i'd bring her up yeah definitely and you know nick sanchez did kind of allude to it he's like i wish i didn't get run over um i i, I you know once he watches it back he's gonna realize that I mean, you, you can't hit the grass. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, it's a byproduct of uh, the speed they're going, uh, the final lap and all of it, just like Carson said. But congratulations to uh, Carson Josevar. He'll never have to answer the question again, when is that first win coming? He got it, and he did it at Texas. Listen, we're going to go back and check in with Steve. Now, Steve, I still can't see you, buddy, but that's okay. Uh, I know we got some graphics up, so absolutely all the viewers at home are going to be able to see some of the graphics and uh, what the 56 car all looks like. Uh, how are things going out there? You got the car all set to go by the look of the photos? Yeah, we do. Uh, I, I'm not sure what's going on with the video. That's too bad because the car's in my, in behind me. But, um, yeah, it's getting real close. My dad's been working on it hard, lots of hours into it. Uh, he's resting in Mexico right now. So. Ooh, lucky dude, isn't he? Yes. <laughs> now, I seen yesterday, at least I believe it was yesterday, uh, my wife Sue uh, said, look at that, Steve has gone for a burn on his sled uh, he's getting the race car ready to go. We're only like a month out from the race, and uh, you're getting a chance to go for a ride on the sled. You're going to be taking the car out for a 300-lap race. Is this a beautiful country or what? Yeah, it's um, pretty crazy. Uh, first time I've gone sledding in April right from my house. But, uh, no, it gets adrenaline going. I know a lot of guys I race with have sleds because they need that fix in the winter, so... But I was careful to make sure I didn't hurt myself for the Rattler. I wouldn't doubt it, Steve. Uh, how far are you from Penticton Speedway? Do you live close by? Uh, I'm up in the hills out of Kelowna. I'm it's about an hour and a half to Penticton. And um, it's not too bad. Yeah, not too bad of a drive at all. Last year, you were the champion. Take us back. We'll touch on that for a couple of minutes. You were the champion last year. In the late models, uh, it was a great season for you, bud. Yeah, it was. Um, you know, we the, starting at the Rattler last year, we got our shots the day before the race. Um, I had people tracking the courier that had all my parts, and we were tracking them all through town to meet them up somewhere to get those parts. And uh, we just made it. Uh, we got there late. and um, But this year, it'll be much less stressful. So now uh, Trevor and the gang, uh, Ingo and all the guys at Penticton Speedway, went to work in the fall. They took that dreaded bump down at a turn one and two. Are you on the fence that's going, yeah, man, they got that bump out of there? Or are you on the other side of the fence that goes, damn, there goes the character I was depending on? Well, to, to be honest, we were going to do a gear change. 
And um, now that that bump's gone, I think my gears will be good the way they are. Perfect, perfect. So it's actually going to work out. I kind of think, now this is kind of greedy, uh, broadcaster race fan, uh, the guy standing on the outside looking in, I think it's going to make a lot better racing. Uh, side by side, no problem down in 3-4, uh, down the straightaways, uh, no no issue. But I'll tell you what, that turn one and two caused some havoc. Uh, and, you know, guys would just happen to hit the wrong spot there, and it would send the car for a loop. I think it's really going to improve everything. I hope it does. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Um, I've always liked the real high, high bank tracks and, uh, you know, it's uh, it's going to be fun. I'm going to be able to launch it in there a lot quicker. Yeah, it's going to be cool. So last year's Western Rattler 300, um, I, forgive me, but uh, I, I can remember the top three. Uh, how did you end up faring out in that race last year, Steve? Well, I, uh, I think I got up to in the top nine, and uh, things were going well, and, and a car in front of me had engine trouble, and I ran right over him. Um, got a lot of air off of that car and a couple laps later a tie rod end broke and i turned it into the turn two wall which i've never done in all my years wow 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 uh did it injure the car bad and of course you're okay uh, at least i uh, i hope you're okay after that uh you must have because uh you, you know the car went through the rest of the season but did it hurt the car badly um it, it looked really bad the clip was fine um my dad rebuilt it all and uh, mostly the front bars, radiator, but and uh, fix the hymens, fix the steering, and, and we're back out. All the usual suspects on uh, one of those side impacts into the fence. Uh, you never want to do that. I know Mark Burial last year, the 27 car on the Friday night in the Baker's Dozen. Man, you'll remember. Man, did he go for a ride. Yeah, that was, um, he was scared too. Um, there was fuel leaking out, something didn't work right in the fuel cell and he had fuel leaking out so luckily everything turned out well there no oh, you want to believe it things uh, can happen in a hurry it, oh. it, especially it, at a track like Penticton, and right? this it, did junior yeah, i'm telling you i know it, i've seen the i've seen the wreck numerous the, times the and final and, lap uh, definitely just a just a freak accident really yeah oh, yeah it was off the, off the hook uh just amazing so steve uh how will you take the 56 and Go after this 300 this year. You got a different plan in mind. Uh, I imagine you and the crew have gone through this a billion times through the off season. Uh, have you got a route figured out that you're going to change over what you were doing last year to go out there and hit pay dirt this year? Well, like they always say, you have to be there at the end. And uh, 300 laps is a long time. Um, so we, we want to be there at the end and, and give it a shot. How about the crew, Steve? Who have you got lined up that uh, are, are going to form that nucleus that the 56 car is going to depend on, uh, not only for the 300, but probably for the season? Uh, well, of course, there's always my dad. He's He's been the crew chief for years, and, um, you know, he's 80 years old now, but he still works on the car long hours. And, and my son's great at setups. Uh, he's going to come out and help me, and we're going to play with some shocks before the race. And um, and then I've got Michael Baldwin on my crew and a couple other fellas that jump in. And so we should be set. Yeah, that's that's awesome. How about sponsorship on the car? You got uh, all the decals on there that you need and want. Uh, who have you got on there? 
Well, always looking for more help, but uh, Great White North Distilling Company uh, has been on board. Uh, Kirkhoff Construction, uh, All Day Automotive helps me out. And um, I'm going to be doing some advertising on the car and the big trailer this year for a couple fishing derbies uh, to support money for Children's Hospital. Oh, cool. Cool. That's, uh, you know what? You guys just do amazing things. Uh, you're going to get a chance. When when do you think you'll have the car totally buttoned up, ready to go? Well, uh, Dad worked hard. He didn't want to go to Mexico worrying about the car, so it's in really good shape. Um, i got to fix some cosmetics up a bit and, and get some details. And we've heat, put extra heat tracing on the wires. We're checking all the nuts and bolts and reinforced some shock mounts that broke because of the high banking there last year. And um, we're trying to cross off every T and dot every I. Yeah, man, I'll tell you what. Uh, and it's monumental. You want to make sure that you got everything dialed right in. I believe Thursday is going to be practice day. Uh, will you get out to practice? Uh, and will you get out there and do a bunch of laps? Or will you just go out, shake it down, and put it back in the box? Um, no, we'll be out there practicing. Um I just noticed on my screen here, Joe, it says host disabled participant screen sharing. Hmm. Maybe it's your end. No, I don't know, buddy. I don't, <laughs> don't think so, but... Uh, no, that, that's what it says. You know what? Uh, the, the, the TV side of thing is uh, is um, all new to us, but uh, I've never ran into this issue where I can hear the guests, but I can't see them. So... Uh, yeah. Anyway, uh, it uh, is going to be a dynamite 300, and I do wish we could see you. Uh, the the, uh, the 56 car, I know the photos that you sent along there, uh, things are looking really good with it. Uh, that, that purple paint scheme, is that something that uh, you've carried through your whole career? Uh, no, and I'm glad you asked me about that. Um, I bought the car from Cali Admiral. It was that color, and... And it was in great shape. And we were going to change it up this year. But a good friend of ours uh, passed away from cancer in January. And she was one of my biggest fans. Purple was her favorite color. And her name will be on the car out there. Her name was Bambi. And uh, a lot of her friends and family are coming. And so we're looking forward to running her name on the car. Oh, Steve, that's tremendous. Uh, it says a lot about you as a driver and uh, you as a friend as well. Uh, tremendous stuff. Man, I tell you what, can't wait to get out there and uh, get together with you guys. And I think we're in for a dandy this year. This uh, Western Rattler 300 is going to be off the hook. And I kind of think that 56 car could be one that everybody's going to want to uh, sort of pick in the pool, if you will. Yeah, you know, it's uh, 20000 to win. Um, it's, it's a big deal. It's a, a big event. I've got the whole week booked off work. So I can be mentally ready and and rested, and it's going to be one heck of a show. You want to believe it, brother. This is going to be a dandy. We can't thank you enough for your time tonight on Race Time Radio. Uh, we'll get you geared up again. I can guarantee it. And uh, the next time we'll be able to uh, see you on both ends. Uh, that, that'll that be kind of cool. But, uh, Steve, we look forward to catching up with you out there. Uh that's it. No more sled riding, right? You got to wait for the old boy to get back from Mexico, and then she'll be uh, time to hit the go button. 
Yeah, actually, um, the sleds, I did park them today. That's it. They're done. <laughs> That's it. Put a knife, uh, put a fork in them. They're finished. Yeah. You want to believe it. Well, bud, uh, appreciate the time tonight on Race Time. Uh, we look forward to seeing you out there. You bet. Uh, thanks, guys. Uh, always enjoy being on your show. The 56 car, last year's champion at Penticton Speedway, uh, Steve Lingren. And watch for him in this year's running of the Western Rattler 300. Comes up May 5th and 6th weekend. Uh, you want to join us at Penticton Speedway. And uh, if you can't, know that Race Time Radio will have live flag-to-flag coverage. Jerry Paxton and I will be out there and uh, totally looking forward to this year's running, Junior. This is going to be one. uh, You know, you get some different competitors coming in this year. you got Trent Seidel, for sure, coming in out of Saskatoon. Trent is one of those uh, tested true uh, veterans of the sport. He's going to add another flair to this. Now, the 12 car, um, I don't know whether Matt Shirley's going to make it or not. Uh, he does have to work that weekend unless the schedule changes or something happens. Uh, so I'm really hoping to see him. He was top five car there last year. Yeah. Uh, it would be kind of cool to see that 12 car back out there. Yeah, definitely. And, uh, uh, you know, it's it, 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 there's so many positive storylines heading into it. Um, and then obviously there's going to be a pile of people. If you're in the points championship at Penticton or planning on running for it, you got to be there for this race <laughs> simply because you got to see what the track's going to be like without that big bump in it, um, you know, for the season that's upcoming. So, um, you know, I, I think that there's there's going to be a, a tremendous amount of, of new competitors there. Um, I love the fact that they divided it up on the West Car side of things. There's going to be a West Car only race uh, heading into it on Friday. Um, so I think that it's going to attract the best of the best on the West Car side. Um, which will arguably make it deeper because the top three will transfer over, right? So, yeah, um, yeah, no, it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be very interesting. There's uh, there's a lot of of really positive storylines, and that's what it takes to put on a good event. Yeah. You know, is is positive storylines, and and uh, yeah, no, it should be pretty cool. It was awesome talking to Al Liebert as well. Um, mm-hmm. You know, the RS One series looks like it's shaping up, and and uh, you know, seeing new cars being put together and and old cars being re- revamped. Mm-hmm. Um, man, there's so many positive things heading out of BC. Yeah, there sure is. We're gonna hit our final break of the night. We'll hear from uh, Chandler Smith on the other side with his first Xfinity win. Uh, And we'll hear from Chandler right on the other side of the break. Stay with us. Hey, race fans. It's the 82 Fortino's Dodge, Dave Conley from Ottawa. And you're listening to Race Time Radio. Check us out at a local school. Go to fuelforkids.com. Time Radio is brought to you by the Quality Inn, Halifax Airport, the official stay of the Race Time Radio broadcast crew. Even though Napa is a nationally known name, nearly all of our stores are built from the ground up by local owners and families. People you might call neighbors will be here, there, and everywhere. Doing what neighbors do to keep their communities moving forward. You stop by a Napa Auto Parts store. You can count on Napa Know How. 
It's Canada's kickoff to 2023 at Penticton Speedway. It's the second annual Western Rattler 300 weekend. And if you build it, they will come. Friday, May 5th, it's qualifying. Plus the Street Stock Viper 100 and the West Car Snake Bite 125. The top three will qualify and move on to the 300. Then Saturday, May 6th, it's the 300 last chance qualifier. Plus the Street Stock Venom 100 and the second annual Western Rattler 300. It's Canada's richest to win pro late model event with $20,000 to the winner. For tickets and info, get to PantictonSpeedway.com or tune in live on Race Time Radio for live flight-to-flight coverage. Riley Siebert, the winner. This is my house, not coming here to push me around, and this is probably the biggest win of my career. May 5th and 6th, the best in the business will be at Panticton Speedway at the Western Rattler 300. Alexa, play NASCAR radio on Sirius XM. Sirius XM NASCAR radio from Sirius XM. Start your engine! Gain access to NASCAR's biggest name. Martin Truex Jr. Kyle Busch. Chase Elliott. Hear live coverage of every single race. They're side by side for the win. Oh. It's unfiltered 24-7 NASCAR. Welcome to Victory Lane. We've got breaking news. Let's go to the hotline. This is Sirius XM NASCAR radio channel 90. Listen on the app or at home on devices equipped with Amazon Alexa. Learn more at SiriusXM.com slash NASCAR. Hey everyone, this is World Series champions Lance McCullers Jr. and Carlos Correa. We're excited to announce that our podcast, The Walkout, is now available on SiriusXM. Each episode, we go inside the world of combat sports, providing hardcore analysis, honest opinions, and top picks for every fight. If you share the same passion for combat sports as we do, you need to listen to The Walkout. Episodes are available on the SiriusXM app, Pandora, and wherever you get your podcasts. Race Time Radio is brought to you by Napa Auto Parts Stores, Fort Hawkesbury, New Glasgow, and Indigenous Nova Scotia. Drivers, start your engines! Welcome back to the track. Live on Race Time Radio, Sirius XM 167. And welcome back, everybody, to Race Time Radio. Getting dangerously close to the top of the hour, and we got to throw the keys back to everybody. Uh, and uh, that, that's uh, we still got a little bit more to go, though. How about Chandler Smith? He wins his first Xfinity race uh, just yesterday at Richmond. Uh, quite a race for Chandler Smith, and I'll tell you, he, uh, he he had a bunch of hungry dogs right on him, uh, but Chandler got the job done. And uh, we got a quick clip with him. Let's hear what he had to say about his first Xfinity win. It's great. I mean, especially here at Richmond Raceway. It's Chris Rice's home track. It's my favorite racetrack. Uh, this track drives really, really similar to kind of my roots of racing, Five Flag Speedways. I was talking to my wife when she came. I was like, this is literally a big Pensacola uh, with how the track's laid out, with how low it is and stuff like that. Like, it's really just a big version of Pensacola, Florida. Um, so I, that's why I really love this racetrack a lot. So to get it at my favorite one, that's awesome. And I got my first win in my truck at Bristol, which at the time was my favorite racetrack. So, um, once I, uh, had a good run here in the truck last year, this became my favorite racetrack. Isn't that funny how drivers run good at one racetrack? Oh, now it's my favorite track, but no, I, I truly like any type of short track race. And it's kind of the roots of NASCAR where we all came from, um, all the way back to the original when they, you know, started this whole deal. So. I really enjoyed to come here and looking forward to Martinsville. Yeah, too cool. And congratulations to him uh, for that first win. He came close at Vegas. Uh, just uh, he, he just he 
day. It didn't happen for him that day. And uh, he, he'll t- tell you what, he was uh, some excited yesterday. You see in the race. Yeah, 100%. And, uh, you know, for him, uh, I, it's so cool to see uh, he has got so much talent. talent. Um, you know, when you've seen him drive a super late model, Chandler Smith mm. was lights out. Yeah. Uh, working with Donnie Wilson and those guys, lights out every single time he was behind the wheel. Um, when you see him coming up through the ranks in the Arca series, mm-hmm. lights out every time he hit the racetrack. Get in with Kyle Busch. I think the pressure screwed with him a little bit. Yeah. Uh, I think that, that, you know, when he was behind the wheel of one of those trucks, he expected to, was expected to win. He expected to win and it didn't come together. I think that this creates so much positive momentum for Chandler Smith winning in a colleague car at Richmond. The next time he straps in, you know, he was a force to be reckoned with. He should have won Vegas as well. Oh, yeah. And and I think that you're going to see Chandler Smith go on a big tear here. I think that Colleague Racing has got wicked equipment right now. Oh, yeah. I think that they've got the forward momentum to do some crazy stuff. And he has the potential, the talent level, um, you know, the, the, the pedigree, the winning ways, if you will, all the way through his career to be one of those franchise players, mm-hmm. right? And, uh, you know, for a team like Colleg, who's got now two racing charters in the NASCAR Cup Series, um, you know, you you morph Chandler Smith into a, into a cup program that is competitive, and look out. He's got, you know, the age. He's got the, he's got the persona. He's got the winning pedigree. Got it all. He's, he can be a superstar in this sport. Uh, and, and I don't see that very often about a lot of drivers. No, no. no. I think that, uh, he is one of those names. Uh, and, and there's, there's a very large potential there. And I think getting out from underneath that, that cloud, if you will, of, of Kyle Bush on the, on the, uh, KBM Toyota side. Mm-hmm. Um, I know he's still kind of partnered with RCR and, and Kyle Bush is an RCR driver now. Right, right. And, and that's why he's with Kulig. Um, but, but I think there was a little bit of toxicity there. Now with Kyle Bush moving over to RCR and the whole deal, how that whole deal works, um, it's a different realm. And, and I, I'm really looking forward to seeing what happens with, with uh, Chandler Smith. How about Alex Labe? Got big day for them. Big, big day. Finished 11th Hats in the race. Hats off to them for and sure. dynamite run in the 91 car. Yep. Uh, he was looking like he was even going to at like top 10. Uh, he was looking really good. Congratulations to Alex Labe and DGM, Mario Goslin and his whole bunch. Uh, a couple of rapid fire things here. Uh Cummins is back and sponsoring the 150 in the East Coast International Pro Stock Tour. Seeing that piece of news uh, flash through. So congratulations. Welcome back, Cummins, to the 150. Uh, You're in for a good one. Always is. Uh, I want to let you know uh, next Sunday, of course, is Easter Sunday. And Race Time Radio is going to observe Easter Sunday. We're going to have family dinner here at our house, uh, so we won't be on the air next Sunday uh, or Monday night. We will be back, however, uh, the following week, and we'll be going full tilt from there all the way through. So I wanted to let you know that we're going to observe the holiday. Uh, Not many people want to come on and talk racing when it's time for family, and there's Christmas and there's Easter. Those two uh, that we are going to observe both. And, of course, next weekend is Easter. So we want to wish everybody happy Easter right now. Uh, and we will uh, definitely be back with you the weekend after that. Junior, we got like a minute and a half left. Trucks, 
no live pit stops in the truck race. What did you think of that? Looked like a NASCAR Pinty's race. Uh, yeah, we're going to see more of that. I think uh, saving uh, the non- money. The, yeah, exactly. The non-companion stuff. Uh, uh, it's needed, and uh, hats off to NASCAR for exploring that. And uh, you know, it's it, it's not needed. You know, you don't need the live pit stops to have a great race. It's been proven now and again in in ARCA. It's been proven in Pinty's. Uh, it's been proven in super late model racing. Um, uh, you don't need it. How about the IndyCar race? Did Didn't you watch to- it. Oh, you missed it. I tell you what, Junior, you got to go back and watch it. Yeah. It is the most entertaining IndyCar race that I have seen in a long time. Yeah. And there's been a lot of really good IndyCar races. That one there was head and shoulders. you got to cool. go back and watch it. When I got excited, uh, I'll tell you what, 58 laps to go. These guys were, like, I mean, on it. All the way through the race, not yeah. just the last 58 laps. Yeah. All the way through the race. Check it out. you got to have a look at it. Will do. Good on you, IndyCar. Awesome job. But i got to tell you, that's going to do it for Junior and I here tonight in the Race Time Radio studio. Got to thank Suzy Q here. Got to apologize to Steve Lingren, man. That was my fault. I've got a, uh, I don't know how it happened. I will figure out how. Uh, but we didn't see Steve tonight. Trust me, we will. Uh, in days uh, to come. But got to thank Scotty back in Toronto. Got to thank you, Tim, uh, in the Rev TV studio for getting us on the air. But that's going to do it for us tonight. Have a good one, everybody. Have a happy Easter. And we will see you the following weekend, all live on Race Time Radio. Have a good one, everybody. Thanks for listening to Race Time Radio. Visit us on the web at www.racetimeradio.com. We hope you'll join us again next time for more Race Time Radio. Come on now, dig, dig, dig. Exclusively on your home for the hardcore race fan. Excellent, buddy, excellent.